source to pay, RFI, RFP, procure to pay, goods receipt, accounts payable. It's easy to get lost in procurement jargon, but at the end of the day, it's all just about buying better. And that's what I try to help you with here at Pure Procurement. Welcome to this episode of Pure Procurement, where we demystify procurement and show you how it can be a value creator for your business. Today, we'll be diving into the details of SAP's new intelligent spend management strategy, which they've been socializing since early 2019. In a nutshell, this new strategy aims to bring together the SAP Ariba Field Glass and Concur product suites and organizations to deliver a simplified value-add end-to-end spend management suite to clients. To help me in this endeavor, I'm lucky enough to be joined by Marcel Vollmer, Chief Digital Officer at SAP Ariba. Dr. Vollmer has been involved in organizational transformation initiatives for almost 20 years, dating back to his doctoral work on the development of post-merger relationships and organizations. He's spent the last 14 years at SAP, with about eight and a half of those being dedicated to the procurement space. Today, as Chief Digital Officer, Dr. Vollmer helps SAP Ariba's most important customers define and drive digital transformation strategies and roadmaps. Marcel, thanks for joining me. You're welcome, Joel. It's a great pleasure being here today. Awesome. Uh, Is there anything else that uh, you wanted to add with regards to the high-level objectives of uh, the intelligence management strategy? Well, I think you summarized it very well, and I'm really delighted seeing now that we bring together what belongs together, covering all the source-to-pay processes with the beautiful Ariba, Fieldglass, and Conquer solutions that a company can really do the two most important things in the source-to-pay or P2P procure-to-pay process. Number one, leveraging the purchasing power to the best extent, and number two, to bring down the transactional costs by automation. So that's fantastic, and yeah, I'm really happy seeing that the Cloud Business Group, as part of SAP's overall strategy, gets now more and tighter integrated in our core product, the Intelligent Enterprise, our S4 HANA, HANA is our memory database system that we really can provide everything what a customer needs with one platform, the database, HANA is the foundation, the Intelligent um, Enterprise, the suite, what we have on top of that to connect intelligent technologies and then all the applications like you perfectly summarized intelligent spend, but also workforce management, um, the customer experience, supply chain manufacturing, and of course, the core, the digital core with our financials and controlling systems. Yeah, that's really great. Okay, awesome. Yeah, and that kind of leads me uh, well into my first set of questions, which is around product development, and then we'll get into the organization piece of it a bit, a bit later on. But I wanted to make sure that I understood what the, the guiding principles were, and you touched a bit on that. Uh, so could you elaborate a little bit on, since you're, you're putting these three solutions together, uh, Ariba, Fieldglass, and Concur, uh, what are the guiding principles uh, that will inform which functionality is privileged going forward when duplication currently exists within the, the solution? And I'll give you a concrete example. So there's invoice functionality today in both SAP Ariba and in the Concur tool set. So how are you, how are you going about deciding uh, where certain things will reside in terms of business processes? Absolutely, Joel. That's a very fair question, and I know that to a certain extent you might have some some overlaps. Overall, what is important for a customer is the user experience. 
what is it really what a customer needs? And by a customer, I mean, of course, <clears throat> the buying center, the customer who is using um, the set of solutions. But it is also then that you need to think about the different user groups and the user experience um, you um, want to engage with by deciding for one solution. And basically, this led us to the conclusion we need to have one offering to make it simple for a customer to basically go for one set of integrated solutions for source to pay and also to have a modern user experience for all the related stakeholder groups. And procurement, I was the chief procurement officer by myself. I was integrating all the procurement functions at SAP and had the pleasure being leading also um, the procurement organization as well as the integration project for the Arriva, Fiedler and Conquer um, integration when it came to our own SAP's set of solutions used. And right. when you see the, the different stakeholder groups, um, so you need to have um, the right user experience for suppliers. You need to have the right user experience for your employees, but you need also to have a flexible and agile platform that you can, can manage all the lines of businesses you are dealing with. And all that bringing together is rational and by looking now into the set of functionalities. To start with that, we want to make it simple for a customer. We will offer one integrated approach which fits best to the IT setup, the IT landscape a customer has defined. On the other side, we need also to be aware we talk about cloud solutions. We talk about customers with multiple end-to-end -end systems, um, ERP systems, SAP, non-SAP systems, where we need also to think about what are really the components where a customer might need to run the process until a certain um, until a certain level before the data getting consolidated in the ERP, the enterprise resource planning. So that's a little bit the balance, and you are perfectly right. We have overlap. Invoice management is, is, is a great example for that, but we need also to ensure that we provide in a case that um, someone says, hey, um, I only need a travel booking and a travel reimbursement tool. Um, I don't need the full suite of all the source-to-pay functionalities, what you have for goods, for services, for MRO, um, and all of that. So, therefore, we need also to ensure that we have still a set um, of solution, solutions available which allows the customer to integrate um, into the ERP system at a certain point um, in time. So, to cut it um, to cut it a little bit in different pieces, number one, you will see one set of integrated source-to-pay source solutions, what we, what we have. You will also see that within that set of solutions, we have um, certain functionalities which a customer can decide and define depending on the scope how he or she wants to run the set of solutions um, in, in the overall ERP um, system landscape. Okay, yeah, that great. is answer fit and needed. So invoice management is one solution where you have currently one in Ariba, one in Feedlast, and one in Conquer. We will ensure that we have one definitely for the S4HANA integration, but basically we will have certain interfaces for the solutions a customer needs. Okay, awesome. And, and you, you mentioned uh, user experience as well, so I... I take it that'll be uh, driven mostly by the guided buying interface, at least for the employee uh, user group. Absolutely. It is the guided buying. 
but it, it goes beyond that. So guided buying is basically um, um, solution where you have an interface between the different stakeholder groups. For the employee, it's a catalog functionality. For a line of business, it's a platform where you can define with the lines of businesses, how do you want to really run and engage in the procurement process? What are, the, what are also the um, approval steps you want to have in the process? What is what a line of business is allowed to do? For example, starting with an RFI request for information um, or an RFP request for proposal with a supplier or where you say, no, these are steps what basically line of business is doing. These are steps what the procurement organization has to do. And these are steps where we need to have approval from either the budget holder or the finance controlling organization. So that's basically the set what we are what we what we have, and you're perfectly right. It needs to be, and I always like the saying, an Apple easy, Google fast um, user experience, what you need to establish to be successful. And this okay. means in general also for whatever you implement and innovate in the software um, in the software space, that you need to consider the user experience. This is really what is in the heart, in the middle of all what you do um, and what you should think about uh, when you when you really drive innovations. Okay, great. Uh, and that's it, it's interesting you uh, you mentioned that, right? Because my second question is really around. Uh, the administrative functionalities, right? So you mentioned user groups uh, or end user groups, right? So employees, uh, suppliers, uh, other folks from the lines of business. Uh, when we think about the IT administrators for the system, is the is the intention from a product development perspective to rationalize that functionality as well? So when I think about reporting tools, workflow management tools, uh, master data management tools, uh, user and authorization management. Uh, currently, each of the solutions, Arebuck and Curfield Glass, have their own way of of uh, managing those different objects. Um, what's the vision in terms of uh, bringing that all together so that it's easy for the, the, the IT uh, or the back office folks? Well, that's, that's another great question, and I think you need to streamline the user experience, also how you operate, how you work with your own systems. Um, I think also that it's not necessarily that you need to rationalize your IT department, but I think you need to make it um, very easy for um, the people with the right authorizations to define workflows, <clears throat> to add or change something in a workflows process where you don't need necessarily the typical IT organization and the setup what you had in the past. You need to consider the compliance aspects, no doubt about that. But on the other side, you need also to think about that you need to make it easy for the users um, to, to work with the systems, also when it comes to questions about the workflow um, or basically what are, what are the different, different fields in your solution, what you need. It might be that you need to have an additional field for a special project, what you want, something like that. You should not, not ask now for customization. You should simply think about, hey, that's something what we quickly can add to the solution we have with the drag and drop approach and to make it also flexible for the users to work with it and basically have the data available which which are needed to perform the business processes. 
Right. And, and today, those uh, those different tools, though, are like in Ariba, there's a specific tool for workflow management in Fieldglass as well and in uh, Concur as well. Is the is the vision is SAP's vision in this intelligent spend management uh, strategy to to, to create a, a centralized tool or a single tool to manage them through through the three uh, the three solutions. I know that the the chief um, uh, product um, officers for the different solutions are currently working together to define this, and it's not only that they define this only for intelligent spend management. We have also now a structure in place and a governance body to look into our overall. Um, approach how we manage the cloud solutions, and I think this is currently the discussion. Also, um, what's going on, okay. and um, I only can um, can go for um, uh, happy guessing because the outcome is not clear. But I would wonder if they are not coming up with a simple to use and streamlined version of how to really manage this in all the different cloud solutions. Um, so I will not say that this is coming in the next three months. Um, but basically, this is definitely a key area which we need to look into it, how we want to streamline that. You might might have heard that um, SAP acquired end of last year Qualtrics, another yep. uh, um, one of the largest acquisitions, um, 8 billion, what, what has been done. And there's a bunch of other acquisitions from last year where it's really now time to look into that, how to streamline that, and um, basically simplify approach also how you manage and operate UIP solutions, especially when it comes to the cloud. Okay, great, great. Um, and, and that kind of brings me to another facet of managing uh, in the cloud, right, is uh, integration. Uh, so right now, uh, SAP's uh, Ariba clearly stated that the cloud integration gateway, or CIG, is the way forward to integrate Ariba Fieldglass, uh, concur with uh, SAP ECC or S4HANA. Um, what do you see the what do you see as the value proposition for implementing CIG, especially for customers that are currently uh, operating with legacy SAP integration tools like SAP PI or PO, uh, or even uh, using non-SAP products altogether like Talon D? Yeah, so I think we need to to have um, one set of solutions in place which. Um, nicely integrate in the different back-end systems what a customer has. Therefore, the CIG, the cloud integration um, um, uh, toolset, what we have in place is definitely the right one, basically to have the most um, um, or the highest number of integration points at this point in time. And this is basically what we want to leverage to ensure that we have a very tight um, and seamless integration into the different backends. It needs to be natively integrated in S4HANA in the future, no doubt about that. But as I mentioned at the beginning, by extending a little bit how customers are currently and probably also in the future using the different solutions, um, you need to have um, um, a very deep integration, but you need also to think about what is really the complexity of the integration in different ERP systems, which can be SAP or non-SAP systems. And therefore, you need to ensure that you have a set of integration tools available, uh, like a toolbox, which allows you, hey, if it's only one ERP as for HANA, well, it's perfect. That's um, entirely integrated. If it's an S4HANA and probably some legacy SAP systems, okay, 
That's the way and the toolbox how we can make it work because we might have different organizations, might be also a situation, and then it comes to a third example, where um, um, a company is um, only a minority stakeholder or even a majority stakeholder for a company, but not really owning 100%, and therefore the um, ERP systems can't be fully integrated in one. And therefore, it needs to be possible also to have here the integration available um, in the different system, which can also be non-SEP systems um, um, to make to make the picture really complete. Okay. Yeah. So I, I see the the, the toolbox, toolbox concept uh, being great here. But if I if I um, paraphrase, I think you're saying as well that you want to you want to be able to minimize the amount of work uh, that you have, right? So if you have SAP systems talking to each other, CIG has all these standard out of the box integrations that that will make it uh, a lot a lot easier to integrate. Yes. And that's what Bill McDermott also at Sapphire said that we need we need to work on the integration um of our um of our portfolio um which is mainly acquired um especially when you look into the cloud right. portfolio what SAP has. As of today in the meantime more than 40 billion acquisitions um, with uh, Qualtrics and Conquer, the highest with more than $8 billion, but then you can go back um, uh, basically until 2007 when it started with the business objects um, acquisition um, and continued um, until today. Right, right, absolutely. Okay, great. Um, and, and do you foresee, for those customers that are already on the solutions, right, whether it's the Ariba, Fieldglass, or Concur, uh, does SAP foresee any migration activities required for those existing customers as there's uh, shifts in the product suite or consolidation efforts that are happening? Basically, we are talking about cloud solutions. And with that, um, if a customer has the solutions already implemented, he has a certain integration in his uh, different systems. So yeah. therefore now our job is as a um, software solution provider to ensure that we continuously improve and invest in the cloud solution. And now that we make the integration part of it, which means that basically a customer um, will continue to use the solution and the upgrades will come with also um, um, a choice by switching them on or basically also deciding I want to continue with the solution set what I what I have. But most importantly it is really that it gets tightly and nicely integrated. Um, that a customer has really one experience also across the different solutions because customer and our CPO by myself um, is basically managing all spend categories period. So it should not be a different system. What you right. need to jump up with a different experience. You need to have one user experience and to make it easy also when you think about the data integration, you need to have one repository, um, one single source of tools where you basically can access all the PO and non-PO um, spent data what you have. Otherwise, you will never be in a position to do the demand planning and the demand aggregation, which allows you and which is key of your category management strategy. Absolutely. Okay, great. So it's it's really a, an opt-in, like inform and opt-in type of uh, of approach with customers as as you roll out this new functionality and new strategy. Yeah. Uh, okay. So let me let me shift gears a little bit uh, and, and move away from from the product suite itself and, and talk more about the organization. Uh, so since 
there were announcements that Field Glass and Ariba would be uh, merging underneath the same leadership uh, and concur uh, with with uh, not not necessarily in the same format yet, but we see a, a trend developing. Um, so having that in mind, I'm just wondering how the uh, how or if the go to market approach will change with the new ISM uh, organization. Uh, can customers expect to have a single point of contact for all commercial discussions related to Ariba, Field Glass, or Concur uh, versus today, where it's really a single uh, a single representative per product? So, are you are you aiming to simplify the process for customers who want to purchase any part of the ISM uh, suite, basically? Absolutely, Joel. And you just mentioned it, we need to simplify the customer experience also when it comes to sales. So therefore, um, now the teams are already working to integrate Aliva and FieldClass. This is already announced. Um, for Conquer, it's a little bit too early as the integration is targeted for July. So therefore, um, gives the team a little bit more time, but um, you definitely can expect, and for our customers, um, we definitely plan to have um, a much different sales experience when it comes um, to the end-to-end -end intelligence spend management solutions, what we need to provide, because running independent sales forces um, in parallel, this doesn't make really sense, does it? So, therefore, the integration will definitely happen, and um, we will continue also to focus on what is it what our customer um, really needs and wants, and also we need to ensure that we have the technical expertise and the right level of expertise available. It is also a big stretch, of course, right. right now tell someone, hey, listen, you need to have the expertise of everything what a customer needs, and we see this in other areas. Um, you need to have also specialist, um, um, specialized um, experts for the different functionalities available to run through a use case to really show and demonstrate the user experience, what it means now to go through the different spend categories. And buying travel is a different category from buying materials or buying services. So that's something what you need to acknowledge, but from the customer side, the sales process and how we engage and interact with the customer needs to be much more, more uh, simplified in the future. Right. And I, I think you make a great point in saying that there's a lot of complexity there because, you know, just just looking at the Salesforce for SAP Ariba standalone today, there's a whole lot of product to cover and to be able to, to understand and master as a salesperson. So what, what are now complex sales will become complexer sales, I imagine. Yeah. Uh, okay, awesome. Uh, and so uh, on the that's on the, the sales front, but... Uh, when we look at the licensing models, do you know if there's any changes uh, planned for on that piece to, to match with the new uh, the new the new strategy? No, I think Joel, um, that's a little bit too early now to to say how our license model will, will uh, look like. I think we are now at the stage that we basically start the organizational integration, and I think when we have clarity about how this will look like, I think it's also the right time after that to inform our customers how do we now um, do the licensing. And for the licensing part, I think you know that we are talking about SaaS software as a service solutions and a subscription yeah. model. So basically this overall model will definitely continue. Okay, great. Um, and then you had mentioned earlier on as well uh, the 
the SAP or the S4 HANA integrations, right? And so I'm, I'm wondering uh, in this uh, in this organizational change, the Intelligence Spend Group, uh, we have uh, Reba, uh, Fieldglass, and Concur in there, but S4 HANA or the procurement functionalities in S4 HANA are still uh, standalone within the, the SAP S4 HANA group. So I'm wondering how uh, or what mechanisms are in place to ensure that the development of S4 HANA procurement functionalities are coherent with the ISM roadmap. How are you making sure there's no cannibalization going on there? I think there is definitely no cannibalization um, <clears throat> between the teams. First of all, um, they are talking on a regular basis. Um, um, if you attended SAP Arriva Live in Barcelona last week, you could see that um, all the team members, the, the heads of the organizations were on stage and were basically sharing their insights on how they see the future and that they work as an integrated team and really will attack now all the topics, what we mentioned with um, the data, um, the user experience, the integration layers. Um, we need to to look a little bit from two sides. Number, number one is when you look at our core product, the Intelligent Enterprise, as for HANA as its core, so we know exactly what customers are using as of today. We know also that um, not all customers will decide to go for um, intelligent spend management from SAP um, and will use Arriva P Plus or Concur. It might also be that we have a certain mix. So therefore, we need to ensure that our our platform is really intelligent and also allows with the defined interfaces to connect to the different systems and allows customers also giving them a choice. We are by far the market leader for business applications. So therefore, we have also an obligation that we have a standard system in place which allows you with interfaces to use different different solutions, whatever you decide. This adds complexity and yes, Joe, this is not the simplest way for us as SAP um, to, to do the development of our um, core product. But on the other side, we need also to have variances and allow customers to make decisions. And there are competitors right. out um, in the market. Um, so therefore, we need also to think about the interfaces needed for that. So therefore, this is what the s procurement team is looking into that. And let's also think about the complexity, what we know about the um, materials master, or let's say the master data in general. Yes. So we yes. need to ensure that you define the data objects, that you really know, okay, how do you run your supply chain? What are the different different steps in your process, what you have to integrate with your um, with your different solutions, like the integrated business planning, um, um, the materials masters, um, that you can ensure that you have all the data um, available for, for inventory or warehouse management or transportation management. So therefore, there is a broad bunch, and I'm only naming a couple of them as examples, what you need to consider when you talk about the S4 um, world and the intelligent enterprise. On the other side, and um, you might have heard, um, experience management, and I mentioned Qualtrics already. So we need yep. also to ensure that we focus Besides the operational data, what SAP is very well known that we have it, and I think everyone believes that um, we have a great set of data, so descriptive data was never a problem. 
Um, the challenge is really how to interpret the data, how to basically go for the next step using um, using descriptive data for predictive or even prescriptive um, um, analysis, um, what you can do in the future by also now combining that with experience management data, what you have. So what is the reason? You, you, you don't have a value when you just see, okay, my sales is, is now declining. Um, you might be very much interested, what are the reasons for that? You might have changed the product. Um, you might have changed material quality. You might have changed also the, um, the service cycle of your, of your product. And we have seen multiple of examples where products started with and where products are, are today. And that's really where we combine both the operational data and the experience management data. When you now look into the cloud world, in the cloud solutions, of course, you need to do the same. You have also operational data and experience data, but you need also to think about um, how can we really ensure that we provide for a customer using intelligent spend management as one solution. Um, what is it really what, what he needs to have here one seamless experience in the most complete set of cloud solutions in the market for source to mm -hmm. And this is some, something also what, what we need to do. And if you ask about in a very strict way, MSL, um, they are an overlap. And yes, there is a purchase requisition with, which starts in S4HANA. There is also a purchase, purchase requisition which starts um, in the Ariba system or in the C-Class system. This is true. But this is due to the fact that you talk about two different worlds by having the S4HANA with the yeah. intelligent um, enterprise on the one side, and you can plug in and play the Ariba um, C-Class Conqueror combined as intelligent spend management, but you can also decide that you run um, the intelligent spend management as your master system connected with different ERP systems. When you, for example, um, don't have only one S4HANA system, um, or you have one S4HANA, but you have also multiple SAP and non-SAP systems. So this is a little bit, and I know, sorry, Joel, that I'm a little bit, <clears throat> this explanation takes a little bit longer, but I hope also answering um, your question very well, that hopefully also um, whoever listens or reads um, the, the outcome of our conversation, that this is a very complex topic where you Absolutely. simply talk about different platforms with a different set of functionalities where you need and will have also in the future um, a certain set of defined functionalities which you simply need in both systems. And you need then to define how you want to integrate it um, to ensure that you can really meet also um, your requirements and also deal with the complexity as a company what you have with one to many um, ERP systems. Right. And I think it comes back to, to what you were saying earlier uh, around having a toolbox, right? So, uh, you know, you may be able, as you to use your example again, you may be able to create purchase requisitions in S4, in Ariba, in Fieldglass, um, but these these all serve a different purpose, right? And all depending on your architecture, you might want to have that requisition in Ariba or not, right? So, uh, to, to your point, I think it's it is a very complex discussion, but you you uh, you have to you have to have that or go through that uh, that journey uh, as you decide what your future state architecture is going to be, uh, and not necessarily decide to to put those purchase requisitions everywhere, right? You need to know the why 
behind uh, behind why you're putting the, the requisition in a certain system. Absolutely. I see, Joe, yeah. you're an expert as well. So <laughs> you know exactly what the story is about it. I really appreciate talking talking with you. <laughs> yeah, no, well, it's it's just to get your perspective as well, right? Because uh, as an out as, as someone outside yeah. SAP who's implementing the system, uh, we have our own perspective, right? So it's always good to to align and at least get the perspective from uh, from the solution provider as well. Um, okay, last question, and then uh, I want to be respectful of, of your time. So I'm just wondering, uh, from a, a support model perspective, right? So we've talked a lot about solution, about the organization itself as well. And today, when, if I want to support uh, these different solutions, whether they be Ariba, Field Glass, Concur, S4, each solution has their own uh, support portal. So I'm wondering if you if you can speak more uh, as to the vision for how how the support of the intelligent spend management suite uh, will happen going forward, and perhaps it's it it, uh, it touches a bit upon what you were saying earlier, which is looking at the whole model, right? Not just intelligent spend management, but the the whole uh, cloud suite. But anyways, I'd be interested to, to hear your thoughts. Yeah. Um. <clears throat> Well, I definitely understand the question, and um, I can tell you also from the overall vision, we need to ensure that we also have an integrated approach on an integrated intelligence spend management solution in place. But as we are now basically just after the announcement of the organizational integration, as we are now looking and we discussed a little bit about the Salesforce integration, the uh, to simplify the focus of how a customer can buy our solutions in the future, but not losing the technical expertise, which is needed also to understand and review the use cases applicable, that we need now to think about, and we discussed marketing as well, that definitely one core element of that is also how can we provide the needed support. But this is dependent on the integrational side of the solution, because then you really know what is it now, what you have, and what do you offer to your customers. And therefore, also, um, the next step is looking into the integration of the customer support, what you what you do. And yes, you can trust me that this is um, a very sensitive topic, and we are definitely aware that customers also asking here for simplifying our approach on providing the services needed um, for the time after um, after a customer decided for a solution because we are very much interested as well um, on our NPS, so the net promoter score that the customer yep. is using the solutions um, he, has, um, um, <clears throat> he has paid for. But on the other side also that we can ensure that the user um, experience is great and the customer is happy to use it because otherwise it's not only the NPS which, which might go down, it is on the other side also the risk of no longer continuing the cloud subscription um, uh, licensing model. And with that basically, you know, a, a software, a cloud software company only makes money by also having happy customers continue using and um, continuing the contacts, the subscription contacts. So this is exactly also why we need to ensure that we have um, a streamlined and integrated approach for our for our support model in the future. Okay, great. And uh, just to, to conclude, is there, are there any important points uh, concerning the intelligence and management strategy that we haven't covered today that you'd like to mention? 
Oh, yeah. I, I think, Joel, a good topic definitely is also talking about the intelligence. Um, we mentioned that in, in Barcelona last week at SAP Arriva Live, where we have also seen how we integrate now machine learning, artificial intelligence. I think as we are at the end of the time for this interview today, um, I think um, it's a little bit too long now to go through all the different um, different um, uh, solutions and the possibilities to add intelligence. But let's keep in mind, and uh, let me conclude by saying that when we have an integrated intelligence spend management approach with all the different solutions that a customer can run source to pay um, to exactly the, the intent um, um, they want to use it, that you can also and need to ensure that you have open APIs, um, the interfaces available to add the intelligence which you either provide by yourself, which you might acquire um, or use from what SAP, um, SAP Leonardo or the intelligence spend management group is, is using, that you can access and enhance your systems because in the future, I like the saying that the future procurement organization will be powered by data but driven by people. And that's exactly also what I believe that you need to have a platform providing you with the opportunities um, to integrate intelligence into your systems that you can generate value for your organization because that's the purpose of every procurement organization. And that's exactly um, what will procurement make successful in the future, um, continuing and providing value by driving strategic procurement and leveraging the purchasing power and on the other side also benefiting from the high automation of transactional operational processes where the people can be used and leveraged also for more meaningful activities in the future. And in the future, this might lead also to a situation that we will see data scientists or data architects or programmers for algorithms as um, a typical part of an organizational setup for a procurement function of the future. Question might be then, how long is it then a procurement function and a chief procurement officer? It might be also whether it's a chief value officer, a chief collaboration officer, um, a chief um, a purpose officer. Um, you could you could really think a little bit about this on in which direction a vision could lead by leveraging and benefiting from an integrated intelligence spend management set of solutions. Yeah, for sure. No, that's that's exciting. I think uh, it, it, it basically tells us it's an exciting time to be uh, in the procurement space because there's so much so much happening and so much potential, right? It absolutely is, Joel, and I can invite everyone. That's the most beautiful function. I learned it by myself as chief procurement <laughs> officer, but I see it also that you get a fantastic overview about the business model of your company. You can really establish a talent pool, leveraging the capabilities of what you have with your own organization, by also attracting talents, retaining talents for procurement, but also um, releasing talents to provide the next career opportunity for them to go for the next level by learning how procurement works and by that also um, going and allowing other business functions to benefit from the experience. Awesome. Well I think this was more yeah, this was more product and organization focused, but it might it might be interesting to have you on for a round two uh to talk more about about the future of procurement at at some point. Where can uh, where can people find where can people find you, Marcel, if they want to uh, have more exposure to what you're sharing or, or different projects you're working on? 
Oh, I think the best would be uh, to connect with me, Marcel Forma, on, on LinkedIn, or if you're interested, also on Twitter, um, at mforma1, um, where I definitely also share the latest insights on future technologies, disruptive technologies, as well as also um, engage with um, the community to discuss um, what does it mean, uh, discussing also some very relevant and recent topics, the latest one on what is the impact of Brexit, the current state right now, what does it mean now for um, the additional trade tariffs, what we see, what um, we have in place we have in place now um, uh, for China, there's currently also a new uh, tariff for Mexico. So that's also where I try to keep the community updated and I would love uh, to connect with everyone um, to share experience and also benefit um, from the intelligence what the broader group of really interested professionals have by looking into the topics and discuss the future. Awesome, awesome. Thank you. And is and finally, is there anything that that uh, you want to ask of my audience, either specifically on uh, on the topics we discussed or or anything else? So my advice is, and that's also part of my role as chief digital officer. So um, think about. Um, to create your own future. I think predictions are difficult, especially about the future. It's not me who said this smart um, quote. It was, um, <clears throat> might be Winston Churchill, Niels Bohr, Niels Bohr or Mark Twain. Um, I'm more saying that the best way really um, of predicting the future is to create it. And I think we all ask now to look into what we can do, how we can create impact and value for our organizations. And, then, and I invite everyone to start with that and start today. Awesome. Well, thanks again for, for joining me, Marcel. It was great to get your perspective on where the, the SAP Ariba and, and Intelligence Spend Group strategy is going. And I'm excited to see the product suite evolve over the next couple of years, and, and hopefully we can chat again soon. I look forward to that. Joel, it was really excellent talking to you. Many thanks for your time and great questions. Highly appreciate it. Thank you, and right. have a great day. Okay, bye-bye. Thanks for tuning in to Pure Procurement, hosted by yours truly, Joël Colin Demers. I hope you took away something from today's episode to help you keep fighting the good fight. If you have any comments or questions, you can stop by my website at jcolindemers.com. There's a ton of procurement-related articles and resources there for you as well. If you like what you see, I'd love to count you as a subscriber. All you need to do that is click the big black button on the top right of the homepage and enter your email and first name. That's it. Thanks again for listening to Pure Procurement. Until next time.